The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to The Art of Relationships radio show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dozinski, the Art of Relationships radio show, will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Greg Dzinski back here in the Art of Relationships radio show studio, also known as my office. <laughs> oh, sorry about all the technical goofs, if you will, on last Wednesday show down in uh, rawradiox.com in Detroit. I love being there. We had a little issue with uh, people that followed me on Spreaker, and we got it uh, fixed uh, after the first break, or I should say during the first break, have <clears throat> uh, helped me out down there. So there shouldn't be any further issues when I do my show Wednesday night. Uh, from Detroit City on uh, rawradiox.com. So, uh, welcome. You can listen to the show and join me on the live, oh boy, live chat. There we go. If um, you do have the Art of Relationships radio shows app for either Apple or Android devices, and also if you, or if you use the Spreaker app or go to uh, the website, you can check that out on uh, Facebook, the Spreaker.com website, and you can join me in a live chat, which is cool. <clears throat> uh, the only issue I have is not trying to get too, or not trying to get, try, <laughs> trying not to get too distracted, okay? Uh, I am the host, Greg Dzinski, uh licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan here in the metro Detroit area in Mount Clements. Also, of course, a relationship and sex specialist here bringing the show to you live. It is Monday evening, and we're going to 11 o'clock showtime. I'm going to be standard. It's going to be 9 to 11 Monday nights and Wednesday nights. So hopefully uh, we'll be consistent, or I should say I'll be consistent with the time frame so people aren't twisting their head wondering, what the hell time is it? So we'll be consistent from 9 to 11. Welcome, everybody, again. This show is definitely for you listeners out there, uh, hopefully to help everybody out out there intensify their relationships, you know, obtain more emotional connection, physical connection, Get happier than you ever could be imagine, 
right? That's my passion. That's my pride, and that's what I do in my office and private practice here in Mount Clemens. Uh, you can check me out, theartofrelationships.org, and add uh, radioshow.org to the end of that, and you'll get the radio show app or a radio show website. If you're interested in advertising or sponsoring a show, it's a very reasonable, a.k.a. cheap way of getting uh, more business, I guess, customers through you. And also even uh, if you're in the e-commerce as well, you can get a bunch of uh, thousands, uh, definitely in the hundreds of thousands, people worldwide, uh, coming through your doors or your e-commerce site. So it's a great way, very reasonable to reach out to other people. And as everybody know, uh, internet radio, streaming radio is the wave of the future, and it's here now. So check me out. Uh, you can find out information, advertising packages, and so forth at the Art of Relationships Radio org, And you can email me, Greg, at theartofrelationships.org or private message me on Facebook as well. Okay, enough of the self-promo gigs. You can give me a call as normal live this evening. Uh, Give me a call, 586-212-4196. I'd love to hear you. Like I said, even though, you know, I'm going to try to key on show's topic, please do not hold back. If you've got a question for me, you want me to try to help you out in your relationship or you're having issues, you know, in your sexual relations as well, uh, feel free. Give me a call. Don't, you don't have to have a topic or a question, I should say, um, that relates to the topic at hand or the discussion that's going on. Okay. Doesn't matter. It's a free for all. And I want it that way. The show, like I said, it's for you guys to become happier and healthier and more closer, I should say, uh, in your relationships. Okay, tonight's topic, we're going to be hitting on not enough time. And today's society, well, actually, that's part of the show. The first hour, I'm going to talk about not enough time with each other. And, you know, how do you guys do that? And I mentioned before... Um, you know, I deal with a lot of couples that this is a huge, huge issue. And how do you stay connected, especially if you work in, you know, different shifts or maybe you're a stay home mom. Oh, I should do a topic on that alone, but I might end up getting bashed big time. But oh, well, (laughs) there you stay at home mom and maybe your husband, boyfriend, partner, whatever they work too much. They're workaholics. So we're going to get into all these aspects. And I want to hear some complaints from people that are in this situation. And I want to hear questions. And I would put money on it. A lot of these questions are going to be relative to stereotypes and everything out there as far as, you know what, if you're important enough, don't make time and all this for you. There is some truth to that. However, how exaggerated are those truths so i'd love give me a call 586-212-4196 you can also join me in a live chat on the art of relationships radio show's own app mobile devices or also on uh, spreaker.com so the second half of the show i want to hear from both men and women it's about scoring men 
two women. Uh, I should say do. I'm I'm just going to throw it out there because I already know the damn answer to this. Do women, uh, do they score men? You know, do they look for, do they talk and have a scoring system for men? Okay, you know, this. If they only add up, say, 20 points, you know, they're whatever. They're just a sex buddy or maybe it could turn into somebody. Oh, if they're a 10 or less, it's just a friend zone, five or less. I ain't even going to talk to the bastard. Um, <laughs> you know, 50 and above. Oh, it's a potential husband, whatever. Do you, women, do you have a scoring system? And do you share this with your friends out there? And how many men out there are aware of this if you are being rated, if you're being scored. And I want to clue maybe some men into this. Maybe you men will learn something to evolve and grow. So, ladies, I want to hear, join me in live chat, and also give me a call, 586-212-4196. And the show is sponsored this evening as it is most of the time uh shoes by shea custom hand-painted uh canvas shoes really really cool check them out shoes by shea on facebook and you check out all the cool designs and very very talented uh very talented young lady so check them out shoes by shea now we're going to get into you know is it not enough time for you and everybody is very if you want to say perplexed or very stereotypical when it comes to this situation because some people oh my god I need some time alone right you're smothering me and this is not you know it's not always the guys saying this sometimes the guys feel or the ladies feel smothered by the guys that there's not enough you know free time or independent time and this is a very, very subjective topic, as, you know, most of them are. And there's no right or way, um, right or way, right or wrong answer to this. You know, a lot of people, it's what works for you, what works for your relationship. And again, keep other people out of your relationship, okay? What works good for you, keep on that. Don't center on your in-laws, uh, maybe your relatives, your friends, oh, you should do this, you should do that, you need to do this, you need to do that. You know what? Keep them out because it's going to cause more problems in your relationship. And this is a big thing about not enough time. You have some people, you know what, maybe, you know, we'll go stereotypical about, you know, saying the guy works, you know, 12, maybe 14 hours a day. And, you know, wore out, exhausted and all this stuff. And you feel lonely. You feel like maybe you have kids and, you know, your whole time is centered on raising the kids, right? You have no time. Why in the heck did I get married, right? I hear this all the time. It's like, you know, we're not even roommates anymore. We're not even, you know, we're roommates. We pass in the dark, not enough time. He's always tired, always working too much. And, you know, you know, you miss each other. Now some resentment starts throwing in. Well, if he didn't work so much, um, we would have a great marriage. We'd be connected. But because he chooses to work too much, and I like this, chooses that, you know, it feels like, why even be married, you know? Why, why I didn't sign up for this? You signed up 
And if it's not working, how can you do? Because a lot of guys out there, and the way the economy is, and the way a lot of jobs are, like I you know, mentioned a long, long time ago, dealing with couples, there's guys out there that are working um, six, seven days a week, 10, 10 to 12 hours a day, and they have no choice. Their choice is you keep working or, you know what, we're going to find someone else that will take your place, right? And there's a lot of guys looking for jobs and everything out there. So we will find a place. And when you get used to a certain maybe, you know, the guy looks at he don't have a choice because I got a wife and kids to support. I got bills to pay and everything. And, you know, what up there? I don't want to work this much, but we're in this situation. If I lose my job, we could lose our house, car, or cars, you know, whatever. And... Then, yeah, we'd be close together, but we'd be living on the street or, you know, maybe even worse, living with the in-laws or your own parents. And it's very, very delicate situation when it comes to this. You know, some people can be very understanding to a point. We get that. But, you know, you look at reality and expectations, sorry about that, expectations, you know, oh, we're going to spend, you know, he's going to work, you know, 8 to 4.30 every day or maybe 6 to 2.30, and we're going to spend all this time, we're going to have all this time to spend together, raise the kids and all this, and all of a sudden reality doesn't work, right? Or I shouldn't say it doesn't work, it is reality, but your expectations in reality don't work out there. There we go. You know, they're not what you expected and what you say signed up for. So how do you work that way? Or, you know, maybe I there's a lot of women that put in a lot of hours as well. And the guy maybe work eight hours a day or whatever. And the woman, you know, working maybe 10, 12 hours a day herself. Now, and then you throw a commute in there, say a 45-minute-hour commute, and they're gone 16 hours a day, and they just want to come home and freaking crash, right? And this creates a lot of resentment, a lot of animosity, and it's like, why, what are we doing? You know, are we, you know, we're just doing this to raise kids, and if you're not that much of a kid's life, what are we doing here? What, what is the point, Right. I want to hear, you know, let me hear your comments and questions. Give me a call, 586-212-4196. People are joining me in a live chat about this. I want to know how much complaints, how much uh, criticism goes on about not enough time together. And the trick is, you know, there's a lot of people out there. I might, you know, I could be in that that same boat too, depending, you know, what spot in my life I'm at. You know, I have a job. uh, Oh, my God, a couple of jobs, right? My passion, my counseling practice. I do the radio show twice a week. I teach part-time. You know, I do all these things. So I'm I'm putting in a lot of hours, uh, you you know, grading, uh, you name it, you know, marketing, website, doing all this stuff. Uh, it's my passion. I love doing what I do. But you look at, is that your whole life? Or where do you meet the balance of making maybe your partner happy? And, you know, how do you dedicate? How do you know they're still important enough, even though you're not spending that much time together, right? Or isn't it usually, you know, it's hard. And 
you know, on, okay, hey, welcome, Princess Fu. Welcome to chat. Nice seeing you again. Well, not seeing you, but you know what I mean on the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, my honey works 12 to 14 hours a day. Yeah, we talked about this before, usually seven days a week, and I miss them terribly. But when we do have our time for us, it is amazing. But I just makes me want him more. And I get frustrated with the situation, not him. And I know, Fu, I know you both work. In, well, actually, I don't know if you're back to work yet with your uh, situation, your uh, surgery you had. So hopefully that's going okay. But it gets very frustrating. Like I said, if you have a choice to work, you know, are you working? You know, is your partner, now this goes for men and women, okay? Is your partner working to, mm, what do I want to say? You know, are they working because you're working, you're working all these hours to save up for retirement, right? And my thing is, that's great. You're working all these hours towards your retirement. All of a sudden, you're working, you know, 10, 12 hours, maybe 14 hours a day, six, seven days a week for your retirement and all this stuff. And what happens, say you're 55, 60 years old, and all of a sudden you keel over and have a heart attack or a stroke because all the stress, not enough fun, not enough stress reduction is going on in your life. And is that worth it? And how much does that affect not only the not enough time being together, does that um does that hit home with you and all this stuff? And I yeah, Princess Fu, I, it's mandatory. He doesn't have a choice. And I mentioned that I think probably before you were able to tune in, I mentioned that a lot of people I've uh you know, I've dealt with couples Last, oh my God, probably last fall even, they had to work, you know, area factory with supervisor and, you know, they had to work, you know, they're working 12 hours a day, seven days a week. He did not, he had one day off in 16 weeks, no kidding, 16 weeks, one day off. Um, So it's very difficult when there's not enough time together. Do you think, you know, it's very frustrating for who, and maybe you can give some insights how you handle it for listeners out there. You know, what aspects, what can you do to help the individual out there? Um, how do you make through it? Do you, you know, maintain that connection? And I know um, you and your husband, when you're together, you make each other feel important and crucial, and that's so, you know, so important. And I want to look at, you know, out there, if there's not enough time, how understanding are you? for how long, and everybody says, you know, how long is too long, and should you do it and be understanding forever? This is very, again, very subjective, and if anybody tells you you need to do it one way or another, uh, you need to sort of shut them out, okay, because they don't live your life whatsoever. They, uh, you live your life, and you have to do what makes you happy, and doing some things to intensify this when there's not enough time. And I want to hit on uh, quickly the old adage, right? Well, you know what? How many women have heard this? And not only women, men out there, but this usually for whatever reason always tends to, I hear it from women uh, more than them. You know, it could be dating. It could be getting ready for marriage, engaged, living together. And I hear this, well, If you were that important to him, he would make time, right? 
if if there was uh, if you were a priority or important to him, he would make time, right? <laughs> As your situation, Fu, I know it's mandatory. You know, the workplace, it's very, very difficult when it's mandatory and you're trying to pay bills and you don't have a choice. You know, you might be able to look for another job, which is scary enough, and say you're making a lot less money and all of a sudden you're now, what happens, you're in the same situation where you still have to work all these hours and all this situation. Yes, if there is time. Now, if you're looking at enough time together and say your your lover, your partner, whatever, are, you know, oh, I'm working all the time, and then you look at the situation, okay, all of a sudden they're spending time. They have no time for you, right, or not enough time for you, but, right, they're going out with their friends eh, often. Right? Maybe they're seeing their family often, right? Maybe they're doing their hobbies a lot more often, right? Then you start. Then I agree. You look at those situations. You look at, well, if he or she is not making me a priority and they keep telling me I don't have enough time, oh my God, I'm sorry, I don't have enough time, enough time. But they're golfing all the time, going to Tiger games all the time. Why don't they go with you, right? Why don't they take you with you? Uh, always visiting friends, always going out with friends, always saying, I agree with that situation. Then that applies to far as, you know, maybe you're not that important. Maybe you're not that much of a priority in that person's life. And then you need to reassess, is that really working for you? If you're both on a page, same page, and you're both okay with the time being spent with each other, not an issue. Then you don't need to listen to this part of the show. You can come back and listen to, you know, how do you score your man uh, down the road, right? We'll talk about that the second half of the show. What are some aspects that really hit? I, I love that, Fu. Yeah, I visit him before, you know, before work, bring in him coffee. He comes and sees me after he gets off work. Uh, we also text a lot back and forth. Those are awesome, 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 awesomes. Okay, those are awesomes. We always spend our time together as a family, or it's just me and him. And I advocate that uh, time together. You need that time together, and not just, especially if you don't see each other that much. You know, and then all of a sudden you're spending all the time. You know, at work, you work different shifts, different time frames. And I know, foo, you guys work, you know, diff- oh, my God, he freaking works ungodly uh, early hours. That is freaking nuts. Um, you know, working different shifts and all that and, you know, going to bed, you know, early aspects. But then all of a sudden, when you do have free time, all of a sudden he or she wants to spend it with friends, with family all the time. Not, I'm not talking kids. Like, there's got to be that balance. But there's no you time, and all of a sudden you start looking at, okay, he works a lot, and it's just he always wants to go out with friends, or she always wants to go out with friends. It's not just us two. Then you look at if you're not a priority and there's not enough time, can you, can you, you need to say it and speak up, hon, I don't feel important, and I know I understand the work aspect. I know we work both of our shifts sucks and interrupts our life together. What are we doing to trigger those aspects and maintain the connection. I love Fu um, aspect about, you know, if you can, can you meet each other for, you know, lunch or can you meet each other during your lunch hour or, you know, breakfast, depending on what, you know, if he's working early, 
excuse me, some places you can't do that depending on the work setting, right? Some people only get a half hour. Some people do get an hour for lunch, breakfast, whatever. You know, it's very difficult, but you, the texting back and forth, or if you can call each other on breaks, uh, again, the work, you know, situation's going to definitely dictate that situation. But you know what? I miss you. I love you. Uh, text picture, pictures back and forth, and maybe even little nudie pictures. Ooh, little foreplay. We talked about that a couple uh, weeks ago. You know, can you talk about the foreplay situation? Um, I miss you. Oh, baby, I, you know, maybe ladies, you can do a boob shot. Oh, God, I miss you. I can't wait till you play with these again. <laughs> uh, you can do uh, a bunch of situations like that. And will that help? I know I want to, you know, I want to stress this. I know. The time missing is not, even though you text everything, it's important, it's cool, it's awesome to maintain that connection. And no, it doesn't really replace the time together. Then you look at not only, you know, not enough time together, you know, all of a sudden you're looking at you got household chores, work around the house, grass being cut, bushes being trimmed, and I don't mean yours, foo. Um, <laughs> you look at... Uh, the situation, you know, all this stuff. And what do you do to have priorities in your house? Do you have, say you don't have enough time together as it is, and you have a house to upkeep. Now, do you look at, should we be in an apartment or in a condo situation where we don't have to upkeep all that? If you can't afford, you know, maybe you pay someone to do the lawn and all this stuff. But like me and most everybody else, you can't afford to do this. You have to do it yourself. So um, would it be better to ditch the house and maybe get a condo where you don't have the upkeep and everything else? Okay. Uh, okay, time for a breather. <laughs> this is uh, Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G. And this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Thanks for listening. I'm going to take a little breather and listen to a couple of tunes from Rev Right Time or Rev Funky and Skyway Traffic after a quick uh, advertisement. Thanks for listening. Remember, join me on chat, live chat that's going up right now. You can give me a call, 586-212-4196. Save that number for after the break. I'll be back in a few moments. Thanks so much, people. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Just another song You'll never hear about a girl I've never met This is just another lie Whispered in your ear so you'll think that I can make it This is just another ride Taken by surprise with no clear end in sight This is just an empty line You've heard a million times that I've used to make it right A chance meeting in a parking lot Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the song 
message through the radio. This is just a sad attempt, an evening spent at trying to catch your eye. And this is me crying out for attention, so you don't just pass me by. This is just a lucid dream, I've made the seem like the best parts of life. And this is just an empty hand with spaces for your fingers laced with mine. Excuse me, I think you're the one I'm meant to find in this life, but I've been lost for quite a while. Cause you remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to. Skyway Traffic, just another song you'll never hear. We'll be back shortly after this next song. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Deception. I only vital principle in it was. 
Hey everybody, this is the Art of Relationships radio show, and that was Rev Right Time, well-wisher. Awesome, they used to tour years ago in the 90s with the Stone Temple Pilots. So again, first tune was Just Another Song You'll Never Hear by Skyway, Skyway Traffic. Oops, sorry, Eric. And uh, last one was Well-wisher by Rev Right Time. Check them both out on YouTube and Reverb Nation. Awesome talents in the Metro Detroit area. And we're back. <clears throat> Clear my throat. How professional is that? Ew, boy. Um, and we're talking about, you know, not enough time spent together. And come up with some area and foo on the chat. Again, you know, feel free. Join me on chat. Um you know, it's anonymous. I'm not going to call out your name or anything. And also, for those that, you know, like I said, you can give me a call, 586-212-4196, with your questions. And it does not have to relate to the show topics whatsoever, okay? Not at all. I want to help you out with your, you know, sexual problems and uh, relationship issues. That's what the show's all about, or it's about for you and like I said, use me for free uh, counseling sessions and insights, if you will, into your relationship sexual domains. Uh, that's what the show's all about. So, uh, so don't be shy. It's anonymous. Like I said, I never, unless I get permission from you, I will never use your name on the air. It's confidential and uh, definitely private. So. Don't be shy. Give me a call. Again, 586-212-4196. And you can join me on the live chat and along with uh, other people as well if you're using the Art of Relationships Radio Show's own mobile app, uh, Spreaker's app. That's Spreaker with an R, not Speaker. Spreaker's own app um, or on the website Spreaker.com. Slash user slash Greg Dzinski. And that one you'll see it's not enough time in scoring men on the top. And there should be a live, a red live button um, hitting up. And as always, you can always listen to recorded shows on the shows app as well. I think it's on Facebook, on TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes. Oh my God, I think it's. Uh, I'm a social media whore, if you will. Um, the show's all over the place on Spreaker as well, so you can join that in uh, as well. <clears throat> so, you know, getting back to if there's not enough time, Foo on chat brought up, you know, how do you, can you, um, you know, meet each other? Maybe if it's off shift, can you meet each other for lunch or dinner or breakfast, whatever, depending on your shift is? And, you know, if there's enough, even a half hour can, you know, you only got a half hour for lunch, and a lot of, you know, factory, you get a half hour for lunch, right? So you don't, ha you have limited time, but that 30 minutes can mean the world to both of you and your relationship big time, okay? You need that time alone, even little bits, the texting, uh, you know, phone calls during breaks, whatever. And it's very difficult, and it's, you know, especially with our veterans, you know, talking about Memorial Day being last weekend and everything, you know, what happens? How do you have that time, you know, veterans, you're over, you know, you're overseas, deployed, 
And, you know, you might be deployed for three months, six months, or maybe even longer, depending your role, um, to see your family. And how do you maintain that balance? And I'm going to give, you know, text and FaceTime uh, as well on the phone when you're able to maintain that close balance. And it's very difficult, especially when you can't touch one another, you can't kiss each other, which I advocate uh, highly, you know, touch is crucial. When you don't have that, what else can help you with that time? Or people, you know, they're, I deal with a lot of couples where, you know, maybe one of them is an over-the-road driver. So they're gone all week. They might come home for the weekend, or maybe they're gone a month and come back or, you know, a lot of construction workers I deal with too where, you know, especially in the commercial line of work, you know, they might be building, you know, a fast food restaurant, uh, uh, you know, movie theater, whatever, uh, commercial building. They, they have to go where to work is. So it might be out of state, you know, here in Michigan. They might be going to Indiana. They might have to go down to Texas all over the place. And they might be gone for, you know, a month, two months at a time, and maybe they only can come back or, you know, sometimes uh, employers, if they're decent, they'll fly the wife down once a month or every two months. Um, And, you know, what do you do? You know, it's very difficult to maintain that time. You know, FaceTime is huge when you get it. And, you know, what do you do to maintain that connection where you don't get bored? You know, you can send flowers. You can, you know... Not to have flowers. You can do things cheap, you know. One, two, three greetings. Not to give them a free plug on the show, but, you know, one, two, three uh, greetings.com. You can do free cards. I love you. I miss you. You can, you know, little cards, text messages. There's free apps. Um, they have romantic sayings, romantic quotes, love quotes, whatever that you can use Big time. And when you do see each other, it's very, very crucial. And I know, you know, for those that have the kids, that's crucial and that's important. You need that time as a family unit as well. But you also need that one-on-one time because in nuclear families, uh, you know, step families, like I always say, it's a different element. But in nuclear family, and if they're your kids, um together. You're the ones that brought those kids into the world. So that connection, that relationship needs to be number one, right? The husband, wife, or whatever. Maybe, and I don't only mean husband and wife, you know, lesbian couples and gay couples out there that, you know, maybe adopted kids or whatever, had a surrogate, you know, mother. And what do you do? Oh, that's right, Foo. You're making me look bad when you said, yeah, I love when he uh, leaves me little notes right up my reading wing. I remember you posting that on Facebook and you made me look bad. Here I'm supposed to be all Casanova, all Mr. Romantic, Mr. Sexuality, and, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> and then uh, he, uh, your hubby did that, and I'm like, oh, shit. That was awesome. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, crap. That was phenomenal. Um, that was an awesome, um, awesome gesture. And actually that was pretty cool. So I don't know if he Googled that idea. You can tell him I said that and, uh, I'm just giving him shit. So you can do, you know, the one on one times the Facebook, uh, or I'm sorry, you know, Facebook face, I'm sorry, FaceTime, 
you know, the chat, those are huge. Even here, the, the FaceTime's crucial because you can see the facial expressions and, you know, the voice, not in text. You know, hear your voice. You can see the facial expressions on FaceTime. And a lot of people, when they miss each other, it becomes very, very grueling, meaning emotional, because maybe they don't want to see the emotional hurt in each other's faces or hear it in their voice. All of a sudden, I'm working, I feel guilty, I'm making my wife, my husband miserable and so sad. So, you know, I don't want to do that. I, it's hard for me to do that. So I distance myself because I know I'm the root of causing this pain. However, you know what? You need to sort of suck that up a little bit and take it and be okay with that, okay? You can go ahead and, you know, tell them it's hard. Be honest. Be upfront. Remember I said no taboo topics. You need to look at the situation and tell, you know, you know what? I know you're sad. Talk about it. Tell them that yeah, I hate to see you sad. Be honest with one another. On, and how you feel. Don't try to run. Don't try to hide from it. If it's very difficult for you, oh, I hate seeing you cry. I miss you so much. It's so hard to talk to you because I know how much pain and it hurts. So what do we do? We run away from it, right? I'm the, it's going to create more distance. You don't want to do that. You want to maintain that. And, you know, some people try to joke around too much as a way, you know, the old adage, psychobabble term about defense mechanism that you throw in you know, joke around, try to make each other laugh. Is that because of your own discomfort or are you actually trying to lighten the mood and is it for the best interest of the relationship in your partner at the time or are you just trying to ease your own discomfort? You know, not seeing each other for, you know, spending that much time together for the one you love is it sucks i'm gonna be honest with you you know you try to water it down you try to you know use any positive psychology and other textbook or i should say i'm not but you the textbook therapist oh you need this and all this stuff i don't care which way you water it down i don't care what way you try to use psychobabble and all this stuff. It sucks. <laughs> you know why? You try to make the best. I'm all about trying to make the best uh, out of a crap situation as possible, right? If you tell them you miss them, how do we do it without making the other one feel bad? You're not. And Fu, you brought up a good point, you know. You tell me you miss them, you love them, and it could be hard without making the other one feel bad. I'm glad you brought that up. It's almost like the same situation I mentioned about, you know, are you trying to laugh and joke because it reduces the tension with you. It reduces the hurt and pain that you want to run away from or one of you, maybe both of you. I don't want to hurt anymore, so we run away from that pain, right? It's not about if you're doing it to make the other one feel guilty. Oh, I miss you. How come you don't miss me? Do you miss me? Don't turn it into a childish game, okay? You be honest. It's not about making the other one feel bad. You can sincerely say, you know what? I miss you. I understand you have to do this, I understand you got to work, and I appreciate that. I just want to say I miss you. You say it as a matter of fact. You're not doing it to play a guilt trip on him or her. Not at all. You know what? You're not doing it to make the other one feel guilty. If you do, you know what? Then you need to look at yourself and do 
my proverbial gut check and say, you know what, am I doing it just to make them feel guilty? And if that's it, they're going to pick up on that, right? There, there's a difference between initial, or intentionally making that other person feel guilty versus being honest and say you miss them. So they're going to pick up. If you're doing it just to throw a guilt trip, just trying to um, do it on purpose, they're going to, I agree, they're going to say they're not going to want to feel guilty. They might go with it one, two times, but after that, it's going to come to, oh, not gonna, I know you make me feel guilty. Why do you do that? It's going to come into more further distance. And what happens, you and I think the listeners know, it's common rule of thumb, that you know they're going to create more distance. And they're, if they try to make the other one feel guilty, that other one's going to withdraw more. And all of a sudden, you're going to say they're not going to want to chat anymore. The text messages are going to dwindle or you know they're not going to be as frequent. FaceTime won't be as frequent because you're always like throwing up that guilt trip. So I'm all about you telling them you miss them. I think it's crucial. It's important. You tell them I miss them, but do it as, you know, from the heart. Matter of fact, you're not doing it intentionally to bust their chops. You're not doing it to make them feel guilty. I hope, Foo, that was a great question. Um, Hopefully, I was clear enough, and that makes sense, okay? Say it from the heart. Do it with the intent that you're expressing your feelings. You're not doing it out of uh, guilt-ridden tactics, okay? If you do out of guilt-ridden tactics, I'm going to tell if anybody, you know, was trying to make me feel guilty and all that stuff, if it was my fault or out of my, not out of my, out of my control, I should say, you know, that there's nothing I can do about the situation and you try to continue to make me feel guilty, um, it, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm a professional doing this, working with relationships um, as a living, and I'm going to tell you, I'm human too, where I would want to, you know, I understand, I, it gets to a point, I get it, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do about it. You continue to try to make me feel guilty, I'm going to distance myself and... There's probably going to be issues if you don't go get a hold of yourself. And I, I'm all about trying to help and help one another soothe each other in that situation. But if you're intentionally trying to make me feel guilty and play those mind games, oh, that's not a good thing. I'll just leave it at that, right? Like I said, I do, you know, professional counselor and, you know, specialize in relationships. But I'm also a human in those situations. I, I think anyone that... Um, tries to make you feel guilty in those situations or in any situations, primarily not enough time together, especially when it's not their fault. It's a way of providing for the family. And then we go from him. Oh, I do say it from the heart. Awesome, foo. Never to make him feel guilty. I just worry I say it too much. I get that, but that's okay. If you think you say it too much, then maybe that's your gut telling you that maybe you are. And, you know, maybe, you know, I'm sure he knows that. He knows you love him. I know that for a fact. You know, he he loves you and all this aspect that, you know, maybe your gut's telling you. If you're saying it too much, maybe that's your gut saying, you know what, maybe I do need to ease back a little bit, okay? And, again, that is very, very specific to each couple and each individual. Maybe it isn't too much for him. Maybe 
It's not enough for him. Ask him. Can you ask him? Does it bug you when I say I miss you so much? You know, if I say it, am I saying it too much? Not enough? Tell him. You're not going to be an idiot at all. Uh, You know my philosophies. You've been listening to the show for a long time. I'm all about um, asking. You know, it's not so much of a dumb question at all. It's about learning and checking in with each other. And not only that, by asking it tells that you care and you're, you're worried and you're concerned about his feelings and how that affects him. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. A terrific thing, if you ask me. So ask him, you know, are you saying it too much or whatever? It's one of those things. I think some people, they know it. And when you get in a situation where, you know what, you both know you miss each other. And it's sort of that, you know, getting away from that pain situation. But how many people are afraid to say it because it creates pain? You know, I miss you, and, you know, it sucks being away from you. It sucks. I miss you big time. That they don't want to say it because, again, like I mentioned, you know, a few minutes ago, because maybe those hurt and the sad and the tears will come up, and they'll start, you know, triggering all those feelings. So, therefore, it's one of those things. If I don't say it, I don't, you know, I don't feel it. Not that I don't mean it. But if I don't say it, I am, right, not going to feel it. That way I don't feel like crap. I don't feel painful, and I will go there. He said it makes him feel very loved. Aw, that's awesome. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) No, (laughs) I am very compassionate and empathetic and also a smart ass. But, um. As most people know that um, in my counseling practice, I am very, I need to address that. Even though I'm a smart ass on the air, I'm also uh, in practice in my office. I'm very compassionate, very empathetic, and I do this because I care about people. I want them happy and healthy and get to a happier spot, okay? Uh, So do those things, you know, text messages. You can say I miss you. Don't say it to make your partner feel guilty, him or her, whatever. And it gets to a point, you know, if it's not working for you, then you look at what changes can be done. You know, do you move closer to maybe where instead of if he's traveling for a year, do you move everything? Then you look at, you know, do you move the kids? Do you, it's, it's a very difficult situation. Like I said, if anyone tells you what the hell to do, no. You throw out options, and nobody lives your life, people. Remember that, right? This is your life. This is your partner, your partner's life. So do not allow anybody else to dictate, <clears throat> excuse me, what happens in that situation, okay? This is about you. So, you know, do you work? Do you look for another job? Maybe try, if you have a house, do you downsize to afford it? And, you know, you have to look at what is the most important thing to you, not only as a couple in a relationship, as a family, but also as an individual. And if it's not working for you, what can be done to remedy that situation? And there's always options, okay? Uh, Okay, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. And I'm going to take a little, another little quick breather. And we're going to come back 
in the second half of the show into our second hour. Wow, that first hour flew by already. I sort of like it not doing the 10 o'clock thing on Monday. I'm more awake for a little bit. We are going to talk about men. And ladies, here's your chance. We did a show. I did uh, covered with uh, Raw Radio X when I was with them last. I can't remember if it was last Wednesday or the Wednesday before when we had the technical difficulties down there. Um, about, you know, here's your chance to bash women, to bash men bad. But this is flipping it up a little bit. Men, I want you to learn about women. Do they have a score card, a scoreboard for men, meaning that do they add up and score you according to keeping you in the friend zone, not even talking to you, uh, maybe we're just going to have sex with you, or, you know what, do I want to marry or be a partner Uh, Living together type of thing. More of a romantic interest, a long-term thing. Uh, We're going to get into the situation. Now, is that going to help a little bit, right? I want to hear some comments. Write this number down for after the break, okay? 586-212-4196. And as always, you can join me in the live chat. And uh, Art of Relationships radio show's own app or on the Spreaker app. Or you can uh, on the website, Spreaker.com slash user slash Greg Dzinski. I'd love to join you on chat. And as I said, don't be shy, people. It's anonymous. I will not announce your name on the radio show on the air unless you give me permission. But I won't even ask your name if you give me a call. Okay, the show is for you, and I want to help you out with your relationship uh, challenges. That's what I do, and that's what my passion is. I will be back in a few minutes <sighs> after a few songs, people. Thank you. Be back soon. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Waking up, kissing the floor of a bathroom stall. This isn't any way to live, no, not at all. And every one of these kids is so
Myself the gray pretender before you tell me why you remember when you used to stand for something more than this. I always think it's happy shit. Come on.
everybody. This is Master G, Greg Dzinski, back in the Art of Relationships radio show. That was Rev Right Time again with Who's Your Daddy? And before that, Skyway Traffic once again were the Great Pretender. Okay, welcome back. And before we transition into uh, the next aspect is uh, we're going to get into, I want to touch on, I think it's crucial. I was thinking about this uh, before the break and everything. Again, I want to, I don't even want to tell you how I score men. Wink, wink. Oh, that's true. We'll get in. I got to hear this shit. Okay. Um, well, uh, God, you lost my train of thought again. Way to go. Thanks, Foo. You, <laughs> you look at the situation um, about not spending enough time together. Also, it's crucial in the text messages, and we brought up about, uh, you know, texting. You know, you miss them, and we talked about that a little bit. That's that's cool. A lot of people want to get away from, you know, the pain, and they don't want to say it because they're going to feel it, and they don't want to feel that crap and the pain and, you know, the heart sort of pounding and the tears come down. So you look at those aspects, and you want to – you know, that's okay. Tell them you miss them. Tell them, you know, tell her you love her, you crave her, you miss it. Also, I want to hit on real quick, not only when you talk to them, maybe tell them what you want to do to them. You know what? I can't wait to hold you, to kiss you, to make love to you, to lick you, to suck you, to whatever, right? Are you able to go ahead and do that um, to be able to do that? Can you go ahead and let that fly? Can you go ahead and do that, you know, big time and get people off the track and sit there and say, you know what, Um, that's what I want to do to you. But you also need to sit there and can you stop it? Can you go ahead, not only stop it, but can you follow through with it? Can you go ahead, you know, not just stop it there is what I meant to say. Can you go ahead and say, you know what, I'm going to, I want to stop, right? I'm going to knock it off, right? I don't want you to stop. I want you to go ahead and follow through with it. I want you to go ahead and, you know, not only say it, but practice it, right? Tell them what you want to do. Oh, God, I can't wait to make love with you. I can't wait to go ahead and uh, freaking tear you up, right? But you better follow through because how many people, when you look at the situation, I want to do this, I want to do that, and there's no backup, right? So I want to help you make sure you go ahead and follow through with those aspects, okay? It's very important. Tell them, you know, I'll can't wait to kiss you all over, to lick you all over, make love to you, ravage you, devour you. God, I can't wait to do that. But then, are you going to go ahead and follow through with those aspects? It's very, very crucial in hitting on those, right? I'm all about not only that, you know, a little teasing and stuff, but can you go ahead and follow through when uh, there's not enough time together? I constantly blow by blow him. Oh, tell him. Oh, sorry, Foo. <laughs> I constantly tell him blow by blow what I want to do to him in detail. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'm being a smart ass again. I know you do. And also I'm freaking 
get us all hot bother people listening and uh, watching on the chat. Um, but that is crucial. You know, can you do that? I can't wait to do this. But then I want you to follow through. Don't be a tease because it comes to a, hey, Rhonda, what's happening? Welcome to the chat. <laughs> and what, you know, what's it going to take to, you know, can you follow through? Don't just say things. I think people know that. You just say things and you don't follow through. It's like, yeah, 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 I heard this before. You know, save your time. I don't want to hear the crap, right? So knock it off, right? Don't just tease me. Go ahead and please me. <laughs> um, so you don't want, you want to go ahead and stop that big time, okay? Uh, don't just tease. You follow follow through it is crucial so is everybody ready to get on with Ooh, right is everybody ready to get on with the men is that possible everybody ready i want to hear what your scoreboard is for men ladies do you have a scoreboard out there? How you rate your men? You know what? If they're, um, oh, you're ready, Rhonda? Good. I want to hear from you ladies. And you give me a call, 586-212-4196. I would absolutely love to hear your take on this, okay? As I'm playing with my dang phone because something ain't going right. So, I want to hear, you know, what are your take? And I want to hear how you score your men, okay? Do you, um, you know, do you sit on the situation? Do you rate men, ladies? Do you rate them, you know, according to, you know what? Okay, I got my scorecard down, and this is how I'm going to rate my man and what I'm looking for. Now, do you look for men, ladies, that are just doable? You know what I mean? about doing just a sexual deed, ooh, <laughs> or are you able to look at the situation to where um, maybe I'm looking for husband material. I'm looking for situations to where uh, a partner. I want to love somebody forever and ever, live together. Maybe I'm not being married. Maybe I can look at, you know, the situation and stop and say, you know, knock it off, that I want to settle down. I don't want just a sex buddy. I want to just settle down, be married. So how do you score your guys, right? Do you look things? How many points do you give for a guy that can fix things, right? Or, you know, this is very subjective too because everybody's different. You look at the situation to where, um, you know, do you want, there's some guys out there or some guys that are GQ, women love that, but women, there's some women out there that, what, they hate that and they want someone that's more rugged, more, you know, sort of jeans and a t-shirt and that's it. And they want to stop that, element um you know they don't want the gq they want to stop that oh god don't get that way because maybe that's not my style so everybody's different i want to hear your points on there on chat and give me a call at 586-212-4196 
and or you know again join me in the ding live chat you know i'd love to hear your aspects on this too what are your elements you know what do you rate them ladies i'm going to hear this too do you just do you have sex with a guy thinking you know what he is relationship material how many women out there just have sex just to have sex or is it the majority of you ladies out there what I am not, I'm going to have sex with him because he is a potential mate. He is a potential father of my children. No matter if he wants it or not, he's going to pay child support. (laughs) I want to hear, um, you know, your transition and look at the elements about as far as, um, what do I want to say? You know, what are you looking for? And how do you rate? You know, how do you rate those elements as far as, um, okay, he's just a sex buddy, just a friend, and you look at these aspects getting at, do you want a guy that can fix things, right? Does that mean he's man enough for you, right? Is he GQ? Maybe he's a music buff, right? We all know they can be fugly, ugly Maybe not in shape at all, but if they can sing, look at Barry White, man. How many women would like to do him? Oh, that voice, right? (laughs) Oh, we got a lady that's being honest, right? In the beginning, it's just about lust and sex. God! Are you a man? (laughs) I joke around with her all the time. You're a man trapped in a woman's body. (laughs) It's just about lust and sex. Oh, I want to hear it. How many women out there agree with food? Is it just about is it just about sex? Is it just about the lust and the physical and the sensual pleasure? I want to hear, you know, is that what it's all about? Is it always about that? I'm always so <laughs> I'm always wired like a man. I a foo. You need to uh, sell that, like I told you before a few shows back. You need to sell that to women out there and I freaking freaking guys. Oh, here we go. We need to um I think we got a call. Hi. Oop, are you on there? Oop, sorry. I might have lost it. If uh, you try calling the show, I'd love to hear you. Um, I think I accidentally disconnected you, and I apologize. So if you want to call back, oh, they're back. So here we go. Hi, welcome. You're live on air. Yes. Oh, I wasn't able to hear that. I don't know what happened. Uh, what did they hung up? They just called, say, uh, oop, here we go. Hi, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Oop, hello? Oop, okay. Yeah, they called back. Maybe something was going on again, so um, maybe they'll call back. Anyways. Uh, we'll get back to the situation where would you be able to, you know, the guys, again, a music buff. Like I said, you know, Barry White, that they're, they have a, you know, do the superstar status. Does that 
like Fu mentioned, does that pick it up, the situation, and look at, um, does it matter what they, they don't look like? They're rich or a superstar, so that automatically throws them into the sex category and the situation. Is that okay? And what's going to happen to center on those elements, right? Is that what you're looking for? One night stand doesn't matter, right? Oh, my God. We're going to try to take this and get this right. Hi, this is the Art of Relationships. Oh, hi there. Are you there? Oh, you might have to, you might be listening to the show at the same time as uh, trying to call in. So you might have to turn your station or turn your phone down or radio if you want to talk. Okay? That might work. I think they're calling out. So we'll see what, I don't know what the heck's going on with that. That one, I apologize, people. Yeah, they need to turn their radio off. Uh, thanks, Foo. Yeah, that's, I think, what the problem is. We're going to try it. Um, hi, you're on the air again. Hi, can you hear me? Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. So, hello? Hi. Do you have a question for us? No, I don't have a question, but I did want to comment on the um, comment that the girl said about, all about love and sex. Yeah. Yeah. I think that love and, um, love and sex go hand in hand. You've got to have love and love. So uh, that's a great comment. Are you saying that in order, so you want love and sex, which is great. I think most people. I mean, of course, you got to have a friendship and a communication, but when it comes to long term, you got to really think about love and lust. You have to love your partner, but you have to lust them too, because when you don't love them, you lust them. When you lust them, when you're not lusting, you may love them. No, I agree. Can you, um, are you saying then when you, when you have sex with somebody, you're looking for a partner, a husband or a long-term partner, correct? Correct. Awesome. Okay. Would you have, hey, I'm going to get juicy here and I'm not mentioning any names or anything because uh, I don't know you, but do you ever have sex just for the sake, you know what, he's hot, you know, he's hot, I'm horny and I'm going to do it. And you're younger? Oh, so you're with uh, Princess Fu and just talking about um, lust and lust and sex, and that's all it's about. But as you get older and more mature, you're saying sex has to mean a potential, right? Right. I mean, you know, it's, it's more than just laying down with this person. It has to have a purpose, a I agree. Cool. You know, at my time, I think anymore, I'm looking at, you know, if I had sex with somebody too, it's going to be, I I want it, hopefully a potential there. Um, Now, if you ask me off the air, I might change my answer. No, No, I'm teasing. You know, uh, same thing. I, I think it it gets to a point, you know, and I think a lot of it has to do with what went on in our past before. You know, if we went through, 
a horrific divorce, whatever. And I don't want anyone to get used. I don't want anyone to get treated like crap by any means. I never promote that. You know, if you're up front, you know, with it, you know what, I want this to go somewhere else. And, you know, I don't want people to get used or misled. So if you're up front, that's what I'm all about. Now, uh, when you look at a guy, I want to hear what is your, do you have a scorecard that you use? Like five little rules. It's like five certain things I have, you know, check off. Oh. Like, I don't really want to disclose them, but yeah. <laughs> and what what is your check off? What is I mean, your scoreboard? The biggest one is communication, though. That has to be there. I don't like a person who don't have communication. You don't can't talk. It's a million things to talk about. So if you can't talk about anything, then that's like a turn off automatically. Sweet. No, I agree. You got to be able to talk. No matter. It, he could be smoking hot, right? Hung, smoking hot, beautiful, just delicious. And you would still care if he talks? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> and I like the one that listen. I like that. Right. Oh, how the jeans fit. <laughs> cool. Why? Well, I, uh, I have a question. Sure. So, Uh, you know what? I completely agree. Can I, um, can I let you go and I'll talk about that? Is that okay? Mm-hmm, go ahead. Okay. Thanks for calling in. I'm going to talk about that right now. Okay. You're welcome for the idea. Awesome. Thanks. Cool. I don't know how many people, uh, hopefully, if people on chat, could you hear the caller okay? Was it too muffled? I don't know what's going on. Um, oops, sorry, I went off the, uh, hopefully everybody could hear that if you're on chat and let me know if the sound was okay. I got to figure out about call-ins and what's going on as far as the audio is going on. I want it to be clear and everything. So if individuals on chat could give me a shout out to let me know if they could hear the caller, you know, clear enough or not. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter how hot they are, if they are idiots, foo. So you must have heard that. <clears throat> um, yeah, if you could just let me know, that'd be cool if you could hear the caller and come through okay. Um, the caller, I'm going to talk about um, the situation that you brought up that. Do people stay in a relationship just because the sex is phenomenal, right? I oh, Believe it or not, I get couples. A lot of people don't get that, Greg. You get couples all the time that, you know, they complain about lack of sex. Either, and people know, I get it more from women than men about that question. Um, you kept cutting out. Okay, yes, it was low, but I could hear. Thanks. Thanks a lot for that information. I appreciate it. I got to figure out something with the call and what the hell is going on with that. I might have to switch to another element because that definitely won't work. But, no, I don't think, Rhonda, it was your iPad at all. So, going back to, can I get a lot of couples that they don't want to break up. Uh, the relationship is chaos, you know, but 
sexually, they're phenomenal. They said, that's, we don't break up because we'll never find sex this great. We are so connected sexually that, you know what, we don't want to break up. So that does happen. But it gets to a point, I think, that the situation, um, will sex always be fantastic if everything else is down the toilet? And I think after a while, that phenomenal sex, as the caller mentioned, I don't think it's going to last that long. I mean, it could last, I'm talking everybody, it's very subjective. It could last six months. It could last a year, two years, three years. But it gets to a point to where after you have sex, the sex, the physical aspect could be phenomenal. But what happens, not only for women, but us guys too, if the emotional disconnect is gone, if it's not there, we're left to... Um, we want something more. It becomes almost shallow, like empty, if that makes sense, okay? And we withdraw from that. And I'm going to talk more about this aspect, not so the woman's scoreboard for men in a second. I'm going to take a quick little breather, and we'll be back in a few moments. This is the Art of Relationships radio show i can't figure out why the hell i can't say all the words that i've been thinking in my mind unless i'm in front of a crowd shouting into a mic and i'm
Hey, everybody, that was Get a Little Bit Closer with Skyway Traffic. And sorry for the abrupt break there. Uh, to be honest, a little TMI, I was going to wet my freaking pants. <laughs> and I didn't want to do that, so I had to do a break uh, real quick. So I'm back. That was the last break of the evening. Then we're going to finish it up. You know, talked about right before <laughs> I almost wet myself, uh, going about, you know, does the caller mention, you know, is great sex enough to, you know, I think that's going to maintain the relationship for a bit. I agree. It's very, very difficult when you have that sexual connection. You know, everyone tries to put a percentage on, you know, the percentage sex plays in a marriage or a relationship. Let's just, you know, it doesn't matter marriage, whatever, but how much it plays in a relationship. And I've heard, you know, 50%, everybody's different, you know, and if you have two couples or two couples, (laughs) if you have a couple and each partner in that relationship, you know, sex isn't that important to either one of them. That's fine. But, you know, if it's important to one and not another, I think that's rule of thumb. You don't need me to say that. Um, You know, if it's important to one, not to the other, it's you're going to run into problems, you know, affairs are going to surface or that relationship ain't going to last or one of them's going to be secretly cheating or whatever. OK, <clears throat> or maybe not even secretly. Maybe the other one oh, won't care. So I think it does. It can hold. Believe me, it's very addicting and it feels great. Big time. Right. The sexual connection. Yeah, we all want that. Right. But, you know, been in a situation where the sex maybe has been terrific, phenomenal. But after you're done, it's like, oh, my God, I want to get the hell out of here. Drive me nuts. You know, we can't communicate. And I don't think it will last. It might be hard to pull away from that. Right. But if the emotional connection is not there and there's chaos outside the fantastic sexual realm, I really think the relationship is going to deteriorate, right? Now, um, again, you know, if both of you feel it's chaos, whatever, sex, it's going to be easier. But if one still wants a relationship and the sex is great and the other one is, you know, when I'm done, it's chaos, even though sex is great, it's going to be hard and it's going to be very uh, traumatic for the one that wants to make it work, even though maybe unhealthy Toxic relationships, no matter how great the sex is, uh, probably is not a good thing or a healthy situation to be in, okay? We all want, can we, and as everybody knows, my premise and pride lies on trying to have people have both (laughs) fantastic sex life, you know, and fantastic emotional connection. I want it all rolled into one nice little package right i want to you know i'm always trying to get the uh, people to have both the emotional intellectual physical connection the chemistry all rolled into one and that's going to be coming out and i keep saying yeah my book forthcoming book is going to be coming (laughs) coming out um hopefully that's uh, i'm probably not even going to put a date i always say oh by the end of april by the end of may <laughs> it's coming along i've been working on it and it shouldn't be that much longer and that's going to be uh, available ebook format uh first unless i get some backers that want to publish it uh hard copy or not hard copy but paperback if i get you know 
financial backers would do that, but it'll be uh, ebook format first, uh, to be honest, because it's cheaper. It's going to be so self-published, okay? Uh, check out, you know, the radio show, the Art of Relationships radio show.org and the Art of Relationships.org, both the websites and also if you want to sponsor, advertise on the show, or even uh, donate to the show, uh, check out the Art of Relationships radio show.org for further information. Now, getting back to the scoreboard, that, oh, what? Uh, where was that? Okay. What are the titles of your other books? Actually, Foo, I do not have any other books. People been bugging me. That's a great question. We're getting off topic, but that's normal. Um, <laughs> the, I have not written other books. I've had for last, oh boy, I'm going to say probably last 10 years. I want to say at least 10 years. Um, I've been getting clients, students, you know, college classes and students. Greg, when are you going to write a book? It's so cool. You need to write a book. And I'm like, eh, no, you don't have to be sorry, foo. <laughs> um, and I, I've been him hawing around. It's like, eh, I don't want to do a book. I, eh, whatever. Um, but I broke down. I, you know, people keep asking, so I'm writing it. And as you know, and, you know, I put little blurps about it on Facebook, little bits and pieces of it on Facebook. But I wanted a book. I'm so sick of seeing critiquing books that come from a, an elitist standpoint. You know, I'm this, you know, I'm this therapist, I'm this doctor, I'm this doctor, whatever. And they write with a bunch of psychobabble. They write from the standpoint that they're the expert in your life. You're the expert in your life. So I wanted it sort of, in a way, it pissed me off and it got me to the point of, you know what, I want to write a book from a down-to-earth approach, something that real and is applicable to your everyday life, you know, for everybody, from all walks of life, not from a leader standpoint, but that's, so that's what led me to start the book. <laughs> so it's been, you know, bunch of, if you want to say emotional support, people bugging me, okay, you know, how to my ass, Greg, you should write a book, students and clients alike, and part of, there doesn't seem like to be that many, if any, uh, common sense approaches to relationships, uh, helping people from a practical standpoint, instead of from one from a professional or even an academic textbook stance, I hate seeing them out there, so that's why... I'm doing it. So hopefully it'll be ready soon. So don't be sorry, Foo, for asking that. And there, we'll see how this one goes. And I'll probably, I want to, I really want to center on one too. I'll probably do one on affairs, uh, healing from them, and actually guarding against them and healing from them. So that might be a second book in the works after I get this one done. But we'll see. We'll see how things go. And I want to hit on the speaking engagement and talk, uh, sort of a talk uh, circuit, if you will, too, okay? So I'm going to get back to men and ladies. When you score men, what else do you look for? Like I said, you know, before the break, the rock star status. You know, we need to throw them out. You know, we all know 
that maybe they're just a conquest. Oh, we're going to get them. I'm going to have sex with them so great. I'm going to rock their world. They're going to marry me and make me their princess and all this stuff, right? <laughs> and so you get back on. Do you look at, you know, are you looking at men? Well, let's face it, you know, you have your own LK sex conquest. And as the caller said, and I think do a lot of women look, when they have sex with somebody, are they looking at just physical pleasure or are they looking at, you know what, I see potential in this guy. I see them as possibly long-term relationship, hmm, a husband. Oh, then do we go, we give them more, you know, oh, my God, I think they're going to be father material, fatherhood material. Now, do we just, oh, that's an extra 25 bonus points because he's going to be an awesome father, right? (laughs) He can fix things. Oh, my God, he sucks at that, but he's rich enough where he can pay for it done. So that's not a big deal. Um, Everybody has their own scoreboard. I think a lot of, I hate to say it, I think more women have this than men. And ladies, clue me in on the chat. You know, you give me a call, 586-212-4196. I think a lot of ladies um, have this scoreboard about men than we do about women, right? Guys, look at a woman, right? Might be attracted. Oh, God, they're great in bed. Okay, we want to be partners. And all of a sudden, that goes away, right? (laughs) (laughs) Then you look at, you know, what other aspect? Do you look at, you know, career? Doesn't matter, you know, if they're on the back of a trash truck, a garbage truck. Do they, you know, if they're doing construction or, you know what, do you give higher scores because they have a white collar position, right? Do you give more scores for that person? Oh, they're educated, right? But some women are also, maybe because of low self-esteem, whatever, they might give a... low, hmm, they might give lower scores for a guy that's educated because they might be intimidated, just like a, some, a lot of guys, believe it or not, might be uh, intimidated by educated women. And I don't mean just textbook educated, right? Do you give marks for, oh, man, he's smart. He's got street smarts. You know, he's got it going on. Knows he's socially intelligent. So I give him more scores for that. Uh Pooh mentioned on chat. You can see potential in them, but then you have sex and they are horrible, and then it's over before it starts. Foo, I agree. You know what? You could see, <laughs> oh boy, I've been in this situation too. You see someone nice and all this stuff, and all of a sudden the sex is just, um, what do I want to say? It's shit. <laughs> it sucks. It's bad, right? I don't think my chatting is, my chat is working. Rhonda, you're on chat now. I see it. Um, you just popped up just to give you a heads up, okay? But, yeah, you know, there are people. You see potential in a partner. Oh, man, they're a great person. Then you have sex with them, and you're like, eh. And we talked about that a few shows ago, too. You know, is the sex bad? You know, can the sex ruin a relationship, you know? And I think most of us, if the sex is that bad, it's not going any further, right? And I think the situation is, too, you know, the other aspect, you know, do you give extra bonus points, guys, to ladies? How many ladies love a guy that can dance, right? 
And I think Fu's uh, husband can dance. I think she mentioned about that before, too. And, yes, I'm still going out with you guys. i got to get my schedule coordinated, and you're going to call me a liar, Fu. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it will happen. I want to happen a bunch of times, not just once. So, um, you know, sings, dances, do, you know, certain ho- hobbies like that. Does that kick up the bonus points, right? You know, so are you into more athletic, right? Or he can fix things. Is he more, like I said, more white collar? Or if he's, what if he's great in bed and he kisses you where you just feel, ladies, you feel right in your click that he can almost make you orgasm and come when he kisses you without even touching your genital. He does that. But what happens, you find all that out. And he ain't got a job, doesn't want to get a job, right? <laughs> Wants you to take care of him. Would that be enough for you to do that? Okay, I'll take care of you. How many ladies out there would be okay with that, right? Maybe, like I said, this is very subjective. And everybody has their own likes, what's important to them, what's not important to them. And it's ironic, too, because you look at different uh, areas of the country, not only areas in the country, we could narrow it down just to the metro Detroit area, and we all know different areas like Macomb Township, Bloomfield, uh, Gross Points, you know, the more upper echelon that, uh, you know, do they have different standards? I'm not going to say higher standards than say, you know, I'm not going to dog out different areas, say Roseville, you know, uh, Frazier, Mount Clements, uh you know, different areas of that, that Warren, you know, different areas. Do you have different standards do you find depending where you live, right? Say if you're in Ann Arbor where University of Michigan, boo, right, <laughs> uh, is, you know, highly educated, very tech savvy, uh, stereotypical that way. Now, are they going to be interested someone that isn't educated that might work on the back of a garbage truck, whatever? You know, I think different areas, how we're raised and all this stuff, adds up to the points uh, that women attribute to the scoreboard of guys, right? Uh, I mentioned, you know, the father material. He can fix things. Is he athletic? Or maybe that's not important to you. And if you, ladies, you know, if you don't want kids, yes, you can choose not to have kids. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. So maybe the father, you know, being a great father isn't, a big deal to you. You could care less about that. You're not even looking at that, right? What other aspects, you know, what what determines, you know, a guy, you know what? Maybe he is, you know, you think he's hot, you know, sexy, great body and all this stuff, and all of a sudden he's an idiot. Would you still have sex with him? Like the caller mentioned, you know, she needs to see potential in a partnership to have sex with somebody. Boy, she needs to come in to see me to break that, uh, Frickin' uh, mindset, but no. <laughs> uh, I'm teasing. No, I respect that, and that's cool. Guys that are uptight um, are not attractive, intelligent. What? I'm lost. Guys that are uptight are not attractive. Intelligence is great if they are not uptight. Okay, sorry, foo. I was reading it. I agree. And, you know, for me, too, I don't want some woman that's uptight. If she's uptight, that tends to tell me that, Sexually, ee, it's not going to be there. Or, yeah, yeah. Anyways, 
you know, that's too uptight. You want someone that jokes around that doesn't take life too serious. Or maybe you want a guy, ladies, that you want a guy that's in control, always in control, that never wavers in decision-making, right, that you want that. And some ladies might sort of deduct points on their scorecard for guys that are that because they're too controlling. They don't want let me make any decisions, don't want my opinion, where some women that are afraid to make decisions and don't really aren't that confident in their own opinions that I mean, they want a guy that's more controlling. Like I said, it's very subjective as far as this goes, right? Social intelligence, street smart. I mentioned about that, right? Um, you know, knowing that, you know, their partner material, everybody's different. And the premise of this segment is to hit on that every woman has their own separate scorecard and what is important to you. My, my premise is just that, that I think every woman has their idea and they score guys, you know, be it zero to 10. Oh God, no, ain't going to happen. Yeah. 10 to 20. Oh, God, if they're hot, I'm going to do them. 20 to 30, you're looking at, you know, oh, possible partner. You know, he's intelligent, got a good job. Chemistry, yeah, somewhat there, some not there. Could be a husband material, but, and then, you know, in the upper echelon of the scoreboard, you're looking at, oh, my God, he's intelligent, he's funny as hell. He's short. He's bald. Oh, my God. Oh, I just described me. Sorry, people. No. <laughs> that you look on. Why am I laughing at myself? I have no idea. Um, you know, chemistry, sir. Oh, my God. He's freaking wrecks my world, makes my toes curl sexually. And, you know, down to earth, respectful, funny as hell. Everybody's got their own importance. You know, uh, I think most women, you know, how they make you feel is huge but i think how they make you feel goes higher on the scoreboard um as the relationship progresses if that makes sense right i think how that progresses hey foo you're funny greg great i was being serious right i got it going on no <laughs> You boy, my own mind, right? No, <laughs> you look at <laughs> look at the situation. You know where everything gets centered on what is important to you, and that's that's what matters. Not so many people getting clicks and girls and ladies. Oh my God, you getting clicks, and you will score men together, right? And they think this guy's not good for you. You think, and that's why I talk about numerous shows about the difference between women and girls and boys and guys and how much you allow others to what do I want to say to assign what guys are good for you what guys are not or who would be good for you and who would not and that's why I'm not a big fan fan of you know me I learned years and years ago I will not go on a blind date (laughs) Oh, this person would be great for you. Oh, uh, apparently you don't know me that well. <laughs> um, and those are not good. So I think we are lay men out there. My advice to you is, you know, no, don't fret about being on a scoreboard. Be yourself. Be more confident in yourself. Be more true to yourself. Don't try to act a certain part to fit a certain mold for a certain woman. You know what? It's going to come across as fake. 
right? It's going to come across as insecure, and that is going to be probably number one turn off for a lot of women, right? You're going to come across as an idiot. You're going to come across as maybe a puppet. And not having your own mindset is going to be a huge turnoff for a lot of women. You want, you know, having your own say-so, having your own opinion is crucial. Now, being overly opinionated, that's, you know, borderline arrogance, and that's a different situation. Uh, So look at, Ladies, are you going to be open with what you're looking for in a guy? Will you tell him, if you're interested, this is what I'm looking for, this is what I want, and yes, I'm going to deduct points. Eh, you wear freaking brown shoes with gray pants, so therefore I'm deducting uh, 10 points for lack of style. <laughs> you know, all these things that matter, my premise is, that, guys, I want you to get clued in. Women do have this scorecard and scoring system for you men. Men, yes, there are some men that have this for women, but I think it's more prominent in women for us men. Don't be afraid of this, men. Be yourself, right? Be an involved self and be the person you want to be. Do not try to measure up and try to increase your score with a certain woman because it's not going to come across as legit and sooner or later they're going to find it out anyways be yourself you know become the person you want to be if you're shy evolve yourself you know grow if you want to become more confident look at ways you can become more confident look at the the good things in you, what you have going on. And there's so many people, it's very easy to rip yourself apart. And it cracks me up that the arrogant people out there, um, <laughs> they think they have everything going on. And you know what? It's like, oh, God, you need to look at yourself a little more, okay? Hopefully, the show tonight, uh, people learn a little bit about, you know, when you're not spending enough of time Enough of time. Oh, God, I'm tired. (laughs) Not spending enough of time together. Um, You know, what can you do to maintain the connection, the chemistry, that you love each other, that you miss each other? You know, simple things like, you know, the notes, the text, FaceTime. Um, It's crucial, you know. Tell them what you want to do. I'm not talking when I say, I said tell them coming out as him. But tell him or her, your partner, whatever, what you would like to do to them when you do see them and follow through on that. It's crucial, okay? This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate all the support, all the listeners. Like I said, this show is for you. And hopefully to increase the passion, the liveliness, and the emotional connection in your relationship that can last a lifetime. That's why I do this. That's why I'm in private practice uh, at the Art of Relationships in Metro Detroit area. Okay, Everybody, have a great Monday evening. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Everybody be safe out there. And I will be back here at 9 o'clock Wednesday night live from the studios actually in Detroit City at rawradiox.com. And that will be posted on Facebook. Thanks again, people. Again, much appreciated. Um, Very, very flattered by all the support and comments I've been receiving. 
like I said, the Art of Relationships radio show is for you people out there. And it's my pleasure trying to help everybody out. And everybody have a nice night. Much love to everybody out there. Take care. The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you.